Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm your host, Melissa. Today I'm chatting with father and daughter writing team, Dr. Bruce Ewing and Renee Ewing Thompson. This interview, I actually interviewed them back in December and I've been waiting to showcase this. I was actually going to do it in December, but I kept waiting and waiting and waiting and for the perfect time. And I decided to hold it until Black History Month, which is February is Black History Month because their story is just so powerful. Um, Dr. Ewing is a pastor and their story um, of how they started writing together and just uh, the love that they have for one another and how this they build on each other's strength is just amazing and their stories are really amazing they have two um stories one is called the treasure tree and the other is coming home and it's a story of faith adventure and romance and honestly i cannot imagine writing i could not imagine writing a one book nevertheless two books and in process of writing several other books with my dad. I mean, I love my dad, but there's no way I would have been able to write a book with my dad. So honestly, folks, this was a great interview. Um, and you could just tell how much respect they had for each other. And I hope you really enjoyed this interview. So you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. Welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. Today, I'm very honored to have father-daughter writing team, Dr. Bruce Ewing and Brene Ewing Thompson. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> we're so glad to be here. Yeah, we're so excited. So tell us a little bit about yourself first. Well, first of all, I uh, am a pastor and I was a military chaplain for 28 years in the United States Air Force. I've been in ministry for about 48 years and married to a wonderful woman, Valerie Ewing, for 47 years. Uh, we are also, I'm the director of one of the, the uh, educational director of Eagle Creek Recovery Center and the marriage and family relationships uh, consultant for my church. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and for me? Well, um, where do I start that? I, I guess you could say that um, I went on ahead and finished college. I got my BS in marketing, and then I went on and got my MBA. And doing that, I also went on and did acting and did some modeling and um, started producing um, different projects with my husband, um, music videos, and just just a whole lot of things. And um, 
one thing I wanted to tell you a little bit about us is just how we got the, the start um, the book. Dad, did you want to tell them a little bit about yeah, how yeah. you started? Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, some time ago, about the book, about the, about writing, period, I was not a very good uh, student in the way of having what you would call, some people call ADD. And so my attention span was very, very, uh, I knew. So what happened is that one of our teachers and guidance directors said, hey, you can learn, so we're going to bring you in. So she brought me in their office and started me out on adventure books. And so every day uh, I read with her, she read to me, had me to write out papers and things or what I thought it should be. So she got me hooked on adventure books and it increased my ability to read and also gave me a great love for books. So along the way, I've been reading ever since and have been thrilled and intrigued by almost any kind of book, but mostly adventure books and kind of uh, drew my daughter into it. I used to read to her and her sister. All the time. He, he would make up stories. He would read Bible stories to us. It was fantastic. And that kind of got me into um, starting to write my own little stories as a hobby because sometimes when I would read a book or watch a movie, I was, I was like, man, I wish the ending was just a little bit different. I would have done it this way. So I just decided to just create a story of my own that I would enjoy and I would get the ending that I really wanted. <laughs> okay, so we're back. Um, the internet connection kind of got a little crazy there for a minute, so hopefully it'll stay. Of all days, right? That's <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know where it cut off, but I was just saying that uh, the way that I kind of got into writing was I contributed a lot to my dad reading to us when we were small my sister and I, and I just truly enjoyed it and decided to start writing as a hobby. And some of that was based on me, maybe not wanting the story to end differently if it was a movie or a book. And I said, well, man, I wish it ended this way or that way. So I said, you know, I'll just start writing my own stuff and then I could just have the perfect ending that I wanted for it. So that's kind of how we just came about both of us writing. And, and then dad, he was so awesome. He actually have the idea of the treasure tree. And then he said, you know, I think Renee would be awesome to be a part of it. And so he just asked yeah, me to definitely. be along. And he had a very uh, uh, good mind for details. And I like that. And she critically uh, processes everything. So when I go and I do a book or something, <laughs> hand it over to her, it's kind of like she just shuffles it around and put it into order. Uh, I build the skeleton and all the foundation and Renee comes and put the, the meat and everything else in it. So we work together very well um, in, in writing our books. So we're, we're thankful to God for that. Yeah, I, honestly, I, like I told you before we came on, I'm already in love with the book. I've already read, finished the treasure tree. And I was like, oh, I have to do coming home. And then I'm like halfway through and I'm like, oh, I wanted to finish it before um, I came on and chatted with you. But I mean, the, the imagery in it and the the creatures and the creation that you did is it's amazing. It's just beyond. So where did you come up with the idea for this? Well, actually, Believe it or not, a lot of this stuff is in the Bible. <laughs> and all kind of creatures from Revelations to Ezekiel to Daniel, you'll find some of that stuff in there. And then God gave me this wild imagination to 
let's put things add to you know how we embellish things so uh the book is fiction and there's a lot of embellishing so that wild imagination just take root and from one thing to another and then Renee added her so that really increased it uh so that's, we just have, I mean we always had big imaginations too I mean <laughs> yeah probus and that we went on to all story I'm sorry <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to like go into detail about the story but yeah, yeah we were I mean we wanted the story to be adventurous and romantic and something that was entertaining. We wanted to have a lot of moral fiber in the book. Um, we wanted it to be where anyone could read the book, um, but we wanted it We wanted it to be thought provoking. Um, the plot is amazing and um, the message comes through, but it's not overpowering, yeah. you know? To edify, build up and encourage people. People are looking for something that they can put their you know, hands into their minds to something to sustain them through hard times. And so we wanted to kind of like give them an outlet for that. And so there are a lot of good ideas and a lot of things that people can grab hold of to enhance their family um, situation in the way of growth and the way of communicating with one another. You can sit down and read this book with your family and get all kinds of good ideas about hey, what do we do next? Uh, and of course, uh, one of the main characters, Matt Lobman, you know, uh, he's a great guy, uh, you know, very naive in some areas, uh, gets the idea from his mom and from the community. We're in dire trouble. We need some help. And so uh, he tells Matt basically what's going on. And as a sage, you know, way over, uh, someplace that could be very helpful. So Matt sets out on a journey uh, with uh, his with his friend and buddy, uh, Jackson, who happens to just be there while Matt was leaving. And so they both go and find this wonderful sage who enlightens them and finds out that they want something from him. And he says, oh, so you want something, but is there anything that you have in return? Of course they didn't, they were empty handed. Uh, and but he was gracious to them because the journey showed that they wanted to find something. And so Matt walks into his destiny. And so you learn about friendship, you learn about betrayal, you learned about you learn about how uh, people are really uh, self-centered, and you also learn how people are very giving. Mm -hmm. So the book covers a wide span of emotions and principles that people can live by. The first book that you read, Melissa, The Treasure Tree, that's the introduction to a five book series that we're currently writing. And so what dad was talking about with uh, Matt on the quest, um, you know, his destiny, that's the first book, The Treasure Tree, and then Coming Home is kind of a continuation of Matt's journey and um, his new bride and just, um, new a multitude of new characters that we introduced in the second book and there's a lot of twists and turns and oh no you didn't moments in there so I mean we're so excited about it I mean <laughs> it took us about a year to do the first book Treasure yeah. Tree and then um, the second book took us about three years um, to do the second book yeah I know the wow. second book is it's 400 about 400 pages yeah and the first book is about a, a little over a hundred so yeah. 
But we wanted to have that first book, like, give, you know, introduction to um, this new world that we're um, putting out there. Just so, to yeah. grab people by the throat and hold <laughs> them there. Okay, so, <laughs> so that's, that's kind of, and people have really been very gracious to us and telling us how they enjoy the book. They said, don't lie to us, really tell us the truth. Do you really like it? And like a couple of friends of mine who are mo motorcycle guys, you know, I said, hey guys, how about reading the book? They said, we don't read books. <laughs> I said, well, read this one anyhow and tell me what you think. So they took it and they read it and came back and said, wow, man, that's really great. So when's the next one coming out? So uh, it was about, like Brene was saying, it's about three years for us completing the Coming Home uh, book of the series. And when people read it, they really thoroughly enjoy it. And then one of our one of our readers said, "Okay, now that I've finished the book, am I going to have to wait six years? No, six years for no, the next book?" No. <laughs> and the answer is no, because we're working hard on, yes. on the whole series right now. So we hope that people will really take to it and enjoy it. We think that they're going to like what they see. So, how many books oh. are you in the series? I'm sorry. How many books are you planning in the series? Five. Five? Wow. Yes. Five. So how how is it working with each other? I mean, father-daughter, you have that type of relationship. You're probably um, sometimes, okay, I wanted to go this way, but no, you wanted to go this way. So how do you work together without being like at each other's throats, of course, you know, because it's something you really want to fight for to keep in the book. <laughs> prayer, lots of prayer. <laughs> Well, Dad, he's like my one. He's one of my best friends. So that that's number one. Um, and Dad, yes, prayer. I mean, it's just kind of, you know, you have to compromise some ideas I have and some ideas he has. We we actually have to sit down and say, okay, does this fit the storyline? Um, and if it doesn't, a lot of times now what we do is we'll take that, <laughs> we'll take that idea and kind of put it to the side because I mean, we have more books that we're writing. So maybe that idea could go in the next book that we do. So we just try to, our goal is to make the product the best that it can be. So if his idea is better and it's cohesive with the storyline, why not? Right. And the same, the same goes for you know, my ideas. She says that because I think <laughs> uh, she she wrote something. It was really it was really good, but I didn't think it was really catching in there. So I kind of I deleted it. And then she uh, said, hey, dad, where's that part? I said, oh, honey, I'm sorry. I got rid of it. She said, you know what? Oh, no. And so from then on. <laughs> we name everything and we put it in another story. Right. Yeah, we put it in the package. Lessons right. learned. Lessons yeah. learned. So. But she's really, <laughs> she's really good at that. And I love it because Renee does backstories. Tell her what backstory things about. Well, I guess it, I mean, just whenever you create a script or a book, just, I mean, anything that you do that's creative, you want to have some sort of depth to it. Why is the character acting this way? Why is the character upset or sad or whatever? And so, as an author, you got to find out, okay, what's the backstory on that, you know, and, the, and it may not be exactly present in the book at that moment, but, you know, the reader's kind of getting the gist of that feeling that the, the character may have. And then down the road, you, you um, present it in the book, you know, in the storyline. And so we just wanted to have depth um, just, you know, in the book. And 
I mean, I would want to write, if I'm writing a book, I would want to be able just to, at my leisure, read the book. Like, okay, I think this is something that I would like to read. And so that's kind of, you know. She, she's good. <laughs> she takes each of the characters and she looks at them and says, okay, what would Matt really look like? What do I, how do I want to picture him? Or how do I want to picture Patience, his bride? And we go through each of the characters like that. Some characters are very vicious. And some characters are very nice and polite. And there's some characters. Manipulative. Very manipulative. You know? so. <laughs> so, it's, so it's a combination of, of where we are at the time. And I like the way that she does that. And so when she does that, then I have an opportunity to go back and to look at each of those backstories. And I can add a lot to it. My wife says I can write all day, but I need to be organized. So mm. that's, why, that's where Renee comes in. And we've had to shift around complete chapters at times, you know, put one chapter in, in one place and one in another. Um, and then even adding some, some details that may be, you know, missing in a, in a particular area. So, but I mean, it's, it's like when you start working with someone, anything that you do, you have to, you have to build it, build yourself as a team to work together. And like we said earlier, you know, you just got to, Compromise, you know, <laughs> and nothing is be sacred. Gracious. Be gracious, yeah. yes. Nothing sacred. I mean, you know, if you if you are writing something and you really don't want it to change, uh, you can't really work together with the person. You have to be willing to hear the whole thing of what people are talking about and say, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Let's move it and do it this way. But if you're a stickler for, hey, I want my stuff, then it's not going to come out very well. So, and the goal, whole goal is to. To make sure that the audience is enjoying it, make sure that you're, Melissa, you're enjoying the book. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the idea is we wanted to bring life to the stories for people to enjoy. So, how do you guys write together? Well, uh, what I do is that again, I write out a, I write out a whole script. Basically, the way that I see things. Uh, it's neat how God just put things in my mind. You know, sometimes two o'clock in the morning, I get up and just go in and, and sit at the computer and write down what's given. And then I present it to Renee and she adds, she, she adds uh, her uh, uh, insights and wisdom to it. And it just really comes out. Of course, I do pray a lot about, because we want people to get a good understanding and we want them to get some wisdom and we don't want to confuse anyone, but we want to know that we hold true to a real truth, even though it's a fiction book. Uh, we try and make sure that uh, true understanding and love and compassion and those things are real. Also, how, how do you deal with problems? How do you deal with problems? Uh, and so all of that is in there. And yeah, I mean, because when you deal with problems, everyone has a choice. You can either go with it in a positive way or a negative way. And so those are presented in the books as well. So. Um, at the end of the book, don't you have devotionals or something like that for people to, to take it to the next level? Devotionals. She's oh, devotionals? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we try, yeah. We try and add something in the way of inspiring people. Uh, they can, you can take out of these books and really after, uh, some people 
have book clubs and they just purchase mm-hmm. the book and they just, everybody reads their book and then they come and just talk about what they read and the characters of in there. And it has, from our perspective, there's a lot of uh, biblical truth that's in it because uh, after all, I am a pastor. So we put a lot of biblical truth in that and people can learn from that and apply it to their own lives. Uh, we've had uh, eight-year-olds to read this book, our books, and they are just thrilled by it. Uh, so from from eight, eight to 80, blind, crippling, crazy, whatever, I mean, you know, <laughs> every, everybody can enjoy it, you know, if they, if they read it. So we've been, we've been thrilled that younger people, older people, anyone who picks it up, uh, after about three or four pages, uh, they'll, they'll read the rest of it. We've had people say, man, I just started and I couldn't put the book down. I had to continue to read it. I just can't, I could not stop until I was done. So, yeah, so that's such a great feeling that people, people download those things. Yeah, the very first book I could not put down at all. I mean, I literally cannot put down. I just I read it, I think, all the way through. But it's so funny that you said 8 to 80 because my dad, he was a Marine. Um, he <laughs> died in 2014 or 2015 due to um, exposure to Agent Orange in Vietnam. But uh-huh. he was also a police officer. And my mom used to say that his girlfriends were under eight and over 80. So when you said eight, <laughs> to eight that just kind of resonated with me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So how is your, um, Dr. Bruce, I'm talking to you now. How was your military experience able, like right now, I'm in the part of the book where Matt goes to the Warriors. How is that? Has you Did you apply some of your military experience to that? Well, actually, uh, I my name, Bruce, means woodsman, actually. And I have been in the woods all my life, from Florida, uh, forest and working in the forest a bit. But I have always enjoyed the woods and also I've always enjoyed uh, just going through what they call obstacle courses. And my buddies and I will f- climb from one tree to the other doing dangerous things. Thank God my mom never found out about it, but we would do crazy things. And in the military, one of my units was the SPs, the security police. And so I would go out and do drills with those guys, you know, from climbing a rope over the wall, under logs and jumping over stuff. It was a joy for me. It was work for them, but it was fun for me. So uh, I was in the right place. And uh, learning how to how to cope with dangers and learning how to plan ahead is so important. See, military people and first responders always run toward the war, toward the catastrophe. Then we are trained not to run away, but to run too. Uh, that's how lives are saved. If everybody was running away from it, uh, a lot of people would die. But um, military people, as far as first responders, uh, they are trained over and over and over again in order to get the job done. And that's why uh, lives are saved. So uh, a lot of that is in the book uh, and in the first and second books. The first book is the beginning of that training period with Matt. And in the second book, of course, coming home, he goes through a lot of training with Jedediah, his uh, his his mentor and uh, sage, uh, how he takes care of him, teaches him all type of wisdom 
and the proverbial way of doing things rather than uh, some catastrophic method that he's picked up coming along. So he learns Proverbs and he learns how to govern his life according to some real integrity and honesty and love and compassion. So all that's in there. Of course, he learns a lot from uh, patience too, his bride. So now, is there any characteristics of yourself in your characters? Oh, yeah, there, there are quite a few. Um, I take my own experiences, like Vernay. I picture her as patience in, you know, a lot of different ways, her characteristics. So I draw from her and Brisa, my other daughter, and some of the friends that I've experienced over the years. Uh, actually, uh, the integrity and a lot of other things and a lot of the names that we came up with, some of them belong to family members, some parishioners, some, you know, that we just snatch right out of the air. Yes, especially in coming home. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was, we were writing at first, uh, had some names in there. Renee says, Dad, this is not going to work. I mean, these names are kind of like out there. So, <laughs> so we changed a lot of the names around in order to fit the characters that we were trying to create. And we have a comment right now. Um, somebody's already added it to her cart. Excited to read them. Just hearing the two of you and seeing the dynamic of your passion shine here. And she will, she will definitely read <laughs> those books. Thank you. Wonderful. That's great. Um, so what did your family think when you first started writing the books together? When you came up with the idea to write the books together? Oh, we did it behind the, we did we did it behind their backs. No, not really. <laughs> no, they thought it was they thought it was fantastic. It was great because uh, Renee has been my my sidekick, both Renee and Brie, but Renee, she's kind of the one that uh, when I did workouts, exercises, <laughs> dances, and that sort of thing, Renee was right there. And so that's what she is. She does choreography. She dances. She acts. She does all of that. It's right up her alley. So when we start writing together, it wasn't really any news to anyone. They, yeah, I know. Because, I mean, ever since, I mean, dad always um, read books to my sister and I and I mean, and then I would just, when I was young, I would start writing. So I think it wasn't a big surprise to our family. They were just like, oh, okay, that's great. But, you know, I mean, as time went on, I think they were like, wow, because um, not just our immediate family, but our extended family, aunts and uncles, they bought the books and they're like, wow, this is really good, you know, so. <laughs> they they, they kind of pick up on some of the aha. I see grandma in that one. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, uh, Uncle Joe, whatever. <laughs> so, it, it's wonderful hearing him say, ah, hey, I see some other things. You use that? I can't believe you use that in this book. Yeah, and we do. So we get a lot of comments from people, family, and we're just, over, we're just overjoyed and thrilled that people are enjoying it. It's so good to sit down and just read to your family. Have one of my friends... He says, you know, he says, I like it better when my wife reads to me because then I can enjoy it. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she reads, so she reads to him and he enjoys it. And then but he has to do the review. So he's given a, a, a reviews about how he feels about the book. And we'll just 
um, thankful for people like you, uh, Definitely. Lisa, you know, yes. who see uh, and uh, and can appreciate what people are doing to enhance the lives of others, and that's what we want. So we're certainly going to keep you in our prayers. You know, in your in your uh, all the people that you know uh, patronize your your um, your sure, show. Yeah. So again. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, Has there ever been any part somebody says, oh, you put that in the book? I can't believe you put that in the book. Can you repeat that? I said, has there ever been like hard feelings where someone has said, oh, you put that in the book? Or Oh, oh no, no. no hard they're, they're just delighted that it's in there. <laughs> and I don't put any real names in there because so they don't know. I said, we want to protect the guilty are the innocent. So, so we're not going to put your names in there. I identify who you are, but they thoroughly enjoy everybody. We haven't had one negative from anyone regarding our writing. And even if we did, you know, we we pray about matters and we just uh, let it go and just pray for those people that God would just continue to bless them and Bless our book and our writing so that because there are some hard truths that are yeah. that are in the book that might that could well be offensive to some people. That's not our intent. Our intent is to bring uh, real truth uh, to the lives of people and how they handle that. You know that goes beyond our ability to control. Now, do you see this series being made into a movie? would be fantastic if that happens. Hopefully one day that will happen. Well, she's got big ideas and her husband does too. I mean, they're in that entertainment world, so that's way beyond me. Hopefully, uh, one day it would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any Play like Matt or Jebediah, you know, the main characters? It went out again in the beginning. We got the last part of it, but. I said, do you have any like famous people, like people in mind to play Jebediah or oh, Matt no. or Patience? You know, that's hard because there's so many good actors out there. There's obviously there's some that are amazing that have been in the game a long time. And there's some new and upcoming actors that are amazing as well. So I would really. Um, want to work with the casting directors on finding the right, you know, right actor for those particular characters. So, I mean, once we get there, you know, we'll be able to decide, but, you know, right now we're just kind of focusing on trying to get all the books out there for everybody to read and enjoy. So when's the timeline for the next book? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. Well, it won't be three years. I it can won't say be that, three years. <laughs> we are we're actually um, starting writing the third book as we as we speak. So we're working on that. So hopefully we can get it out sooner than later. Yes. <laughs> she can't give a she can't give a, a direct answer because we did that before and people were were really bothered by it. So what? That's why the question was asked. Is it going to be six years? And no, and I. Definitely don't think it's going to be that long. No, we it just, won't be. We wanna, our whole goal is to make sure that anything that we put out, it's going to be the best product possible. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so that they're not like, man, the first book and second book were good. But then, you know, we want to make sure every single book has that TLC in it, you know, tender love and care. We want to make sure we have that. So um, the audience can, can get involved and feel good about it, feel good about the product. And then they could um, recommend the books to other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would totally recommend it. I mean, the first one and now I'm on the second one and the second one, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I'm like, Oh, oh I'm like turning the pages on it. <laughs> That's awesome. So how many edits did you go through for this, um, for coming home? Cause you said it took you three years to write it. How oh many? My edits? Gosh. To be honest, I don't even know. I mean, it was, no, it was way more than that, daddy. No, it, it was way more than three or four. It was, it was a lot because, um, you know, like dad was saying, there was an outline and then from the outline, um, we decided, okay, you know, there needs to be more meat. There needs to be more things added to it. So then we had to go back and, and forth trying to decide how we wanted to do the beginning of the book. And then, you know, so there's just so many different moving parts too. I was thinking about the publisher and the editor, not, oh. uh, not us, not us. Oh, are yeah. you talking about our publisher? Are you talking no, about us? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> it was a lie. It was our editor, yeah. That's what I was saying. It was a lie. That's why it was It was a lie. But, I mean, you know, it was to the point where I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so ready for this thing to be done. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to push through and I'm going to, you know, we're going to push through. We're going to get it done because we want to make sure that this product is great for everybody. So, you know. <laughs> so how did you balance working with family and writing the book? Oh, how do we balance? Uh-huh. Okay. Do you want to answer that, Dad? Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm actually retired, and the jobs that I have are they're just jobs that I really enjoy doing. That sort of thing. So I have my own time that I can take and write. Now, Renee is a different story. Uh, yeah, I have to have a calendar. I mean, I just I have to, and so that I you know I designate specific times to be able to write, and then review it, and then write again um, because. Damn, schedule gets so packed full of things. And so um, I, I work off of a time timeline. And she over to me. Okay, yes. What's the date? Okay, great. Yeah. So has <laughs> ever missed a deadline? Have you missed a deadline? Is that what you With each other, yes. I mean, I guess, Probably a couple, but, yeah. but I mean, usually that's the case because something came up and um, we regroup and then we reschedule. So what is it like working with your daughter? Oh, it is absolutely fabulous. I love her so much. She is. Uh, she and her sister, uh, they ask me sometimes about, okay, dad, what do you want for birthday? What do you want for Christmas? You know, what this, that. I said, all I need from you guys is your presence. When I see their smiling faces coming to my house or my present, it, it blesses me tremendously. So I have everything I need. And of course, my wonderful wife, Valerie, with the three, those three women in my life. And now I have a son, you know. So I'm a very happy person, but working with Renee, uh, she is just tremendous. 
And uh, she is what I call a trigger puller. She can pull the trigger on you. When she has to get things done, buddy, it's like, okay, we need to make sure that this is done by here. And I'll make sure that I'm not stressing out over that. So I say, well, okay, I'm praying about this matter and I'll get back with you. <laughs> Renee, what's it like working with your dad? Oh, man. Like I said earlier, he's like my, one of my best friends. And so it's fun. It's it's a great experience. Um, he brings so much joy to the whole family, my mom, my sister, myself and my husband. And he's just got so many ideas and wonderful stories. And he's just, he's just awesome. You know, and it's funny because a lot of my friends call him dad, you know, so they're like, hey, dad, hey, hey. So he's just kind of like just an amazing father and um, something that I feel that a lot of um, fathers should strive for. Number one, seeking the Lord in everything that you do. That's what my dad does. And he lives that out. And so I think that um, having that foundation and, you know, the fruit of the spirit and and um, the love that he personifies. I mean, he shows that love to my mom all the time and people can see that and it trickles down to, you know, everything that we do. So when we write these stories, I mean, it's coming from a place of peace and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Now I gotta know, are you, like you are right now, always as funny and humorous with each other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is, uh, her mother calls Renee <laughs> our comic relief. And I'll try to do it. It just like sometimes comes out, you know, you have to be, you got to just live life, you know, you just got to be yourself. And that's one thing, oh, to, to you and to all the viewers, um, short story, I, was, I remember this one time I was um, speaking and I was so nervous. Sometimes, you know, I get nervous with speaking, right? And I didn't do the best job. And so I called my dad and I was like crying and I was, you know, oh, and dad gave me some good advice. He said, Renee, all you have to do is be yourself. And so anything you do, you just be yourself, be who you are, you know? And if some people don't like that, that's their prerogative, but you can't change who you are because of other people. You have to be yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what he, he told me, and after that, I was like, okay. And then I started speaking, and I was uh, like, so much better, you know. Fun. And I had fun, yeah. I want to thank you guys for joining me today. Um, tell everybody where they can find you at on social media. Well, they can actually go on our Facebook. Um, it's the Treasure Tree Book on Facebook, and then our Instagram is at underscore Treasure Tree Book. And also Twitter, it's the Treasure Tree book on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> and they can also, if they want to purchase the books, they can go on Amazon and um, just put in Coming Home, Bruce and Renee Ewing, or The Treasure Tree, which they actually need to read the first book. It's It looks like this, The Treasure Tree book. Can I see it? Uh, okay, there you go. Yeah, you can see uh, it. First book. And, um, and they just put The Treasure Tree book, and then they'll put Bruce and Renee Ewing and, and they'll it will come right up. And then the second book coming home, it looks like that. See how big it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they just go on that. And then they can also go on our, our website, um, the treasuretreebook.com, and they can find more information about the authors us. And then also any upcoming 
books that we're going to have. We'll we'll make sure that we post that on there. It's also on Chilter Media, but they can go on our website as well. So like when you purchase it from you release a new book, it'll be on social media. It'll be all across the board, right? Yes, definitely. Because, mm-hmm. you know, after I finish this one, I'm going to be anxiously <laughs> waiting for that next one. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Def- and oh, when you when you guys read the book, please, please um, give us a review on Amazon. That really does help us and help us grow and get the word out more about these books. Well, I want to thank you both for coming on today. And like I said, I love these books. I actually would recommend them reading as families, especially if you're a homeschool parent right now. Oh, that's a great idea. Because, I mean, you have the devotionals there. You have a lot of characters. And like you said, 8 to 80 people of all ages can read it. So there's not Mm -hmm. many books that people of all ages can read. So it's a great family time reading out loud. And also Christmas, right? Great, great, Great Christmas presents. Yep, well, see, I already got mine. I got mine on Kindle already. <laughs> Melissa, you have been so wonderful. We're so delighted that you got us on your show. It has been such a joy talking with you. Yes, I want to thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on, guys. It's been a blast. So is there anything else before we wrap up that you want to share? We just want to thank all of your viewers for taking the time out to to listen to this interview. And we just hope that you are interested in getting the books. Great. All right, guys, I actually put on the link on the the post, um, the links to coming home and treasure tree on the post. So they actually can just click on and go right over and purchase it on Amazon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, you ever down to Louisiana, come on over and fix you some gumbo. (laughs) So is that where you guys are at, Louisiana? So yep. I'm in North Carolina, so. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see you guys on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Blessings on you. Y'all. I really enjoyed interviewing Dr. Bruce Ewing and his daughter, Renee. It was just an amazing interview. You could definitely, like I said in the introduction of the interview, before I started chatting with them, you could really tell the mutual respect and love they had for each other. And like she said, they were best friends and partners in crime almost. You could really tell to share the love that they had and just the ideas flowing from them. Um, I hope you go and check out their books. Their books are amazing. They're full of a lot of adventure, a lot of mystical creatures that they say come from the Bible. So it got me digging deeper into my Bible. So really, there's a lot of great detail they pull in. But it's not that you're they're preachy preachy to you, but they really make you stop and think, wow, this was really in the Bible. So you go in and you want to research it to look into the Bible. Um, I couldn't think of a better way to start off Black History Month than to showcase these two amazing authors. Um, And I hope that you will check out their books. I put the links to where you can buy their books in the show notes. And I hope that you will keep chatting with each other. Have a blessed day.